Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. What's up, everybody? Oh, you sound cheery for a Queenslander cheery, today. Cheery, cheery, Got to see the bright side of life, mate. There's always a silver lining. Mm. Uh, I hope you think that when you go home and you see your lawn and don't <sighs> cry. It's got the New South Wales emblem feeling, painted on it, yeah. Yeah, you might be feeling a little bit different. I would like to throw a question out there to our podcasters as well. Mm-hmm. Any yep. um, overseas listeners who happen to watch The Origin, because apparently it was aired in America and they're going nuts for it again. Oh, they was it? Put yeah. it on free to air. Uh, I don't have to put it on free I to air. I think it's and... always been. Like it always has been. I think it just picked up when they didn't have any other sports to watch, though. Remember in COVID, they didn't have sports, so they were watching ours. Oh, see, I watched it in, that was a fun time. We watched it in Bali. Bali. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they always show it, it yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I watched it in like, Bali. Yeah, one of the, um, the, the big hotels there, and it was nice because you're like, where are you from? Queensland. All right. mm. You're from Victoria. Which side are you going to pick? Well, I think what was the reason there was a lot of interest, um, they actually have, they're starting to try and build rugby league as well in uh, America. They? New York's got a team. Israel Folau actually went to America to join their rugby league team. Yeah. And then. Uh, how can they only have one team and just play each other? Oh, no, I think, I think they've, got, they've got a few teams. <laughs> oh, okay, right, but that's yeah. the one that I've heard about the most because mm. the whole Israel Hey guys, we're playing each other again. All right. But I think there might be a little bit of a groundswell because they love their American football, mm. but they all wear helmets and stuff. Yeah. So when they see rugby league and it's all bare skin. They're like, these guys are crazy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I think they get into it. Mm. But, um, wasn't a great result for Queensland last night. No, I am. Um, I'm taking the punishment for the boys. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. yeah, yep. I'm doing my bit for Queensland, but, uh, game two is at Suncorp stadium in the cauldron. So that's going to be good times. Mm-hmm. I believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I'll make any bets though. Cause I haven't, you reckon you're done. Well, no, nah, I say that, I, but I, you know, you know me, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I never learn. You don't. It's one thing. I've learnt that I will never learn. That's yeah, I maybe just don't make any statements about the game. I think that's when you fall down, is when you make all these statements. Well, I didn't make a statement about this. Jay just called and was like, hey, let's have a bet. And mm. I was like, rattle. We've seen the Queensland police are at it again. Oh, oh is, what did they write? It is very good. They wrote, uh, QPS is investigating the disappearance of the Maroons' winning edge, missing since 8.10pm uh, in Townsville. <laughs> Concerns are held for the Maroons as this behaviour is out of character. Investigations indicate it was last seen in the company with Kurt Capewell. Please return it to Queensland. I am glad that they are investigating that for yes. us. Good yes. work they do. All right, let's get into the podcast, guys. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I don't know what I've been clicking on, but you know all these stories are suggested for you uh-huh. and they're all about dating. Oh. Just become fascinated with it. Did you, know. you change your Facebook status, did yeah, you? It's complicated. complicated. No, nah, keeping options open. Uh, but they're, they're talking about, you know, uh, I guess, people that you should avoid and um, p- different personality traits and, cu- I guess, clues in relationships if they're happening that you should really get out of them, which are kind of a logical like really. red flag. Like yeah, they manipulate you, they're mm. pathological liars. I mean you think one But you never I, notice that you when don't. you're in it and someone unless you're outside looking in, mm. it's not the same. One that this expert Whoa. has suggested, which I thought was interesting and not often in there, is they love gossip. Right. You should avoid people that love gossip. Because often you're going to be the source of them. Oh. So they're probably out to incite negative reaction. That's mm. what people that are doing that no one gossips for good reasons. No. Like, hey, I have to tell you, someone at the printer was so nice to me. Like, <laughs> it just doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know why it surprised me? Because she's a bitch in real life. <laughs> do you know what? Do you know what? Terry 
It's going to help me move on the weekend. Oh, my God. He's really? such a nice guy. <laughs> Careful. I heard he's on the drugs. He'll probably steal your stuff. <laughs> there you go. See, that's that's how it goes. But Sorry, Terry. She's gone on to say the four personality types you should avoid while dating mm. and ones yeah. to look out for. And like you said, it's hard at the time. But just those initial things that you're like, oh, that might stand out. So the love bomber, which is the one that's doing all the right things, saying all the right things, over-the-top romantic you're the one. They're just too soon for that, and they're the ones that uh. normally hook you in and then ghost. Ah, right, okay. So you really need to be they avoiding too hard, too fast. way too hard, too mm. fast. Marry me. Yeah, yeah, that sort of sign. You go, oh, my God, really? <laughs> then, That's Don't guys say, um, and I've had girls tell me this, guys say, I can see myself marrying you. Yeah. Is that, mm. That's the type of stuff they if say. If someone says mm. it you on the second date, just mm. go, oh, wait a minute, this okay. might be too good to be true. Yeah. Let's just slow down. The other one is a stage five clinger, and they say that these people... <laughs> are emotionally unstable. Okay. They're really not um, healthy, and there's a lot that they need to work out with themselves. It's way more than just being needy. It's over the top. Like, you know, if you don't reply back to their text, you mm. get a Facebook message. <laughs> yeah, right. Or you don't reply to the Facebook message and, oh, my God, I'm at your work. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. <laughs> I, was, I was just in the neighbourhood. Yeah. yeah. You live in the Gold Coast. I'm just having coffee with your mum. That's so strange. <laughs> Those sort of Have type. you ever found yourself being one... Like, by accident before? Like, you didn't realise you fell real hard for a guy, and then you're like, oh, my God, no, I but, became too much? No, but I, when I, I uh, dated a guy when I was in the Thunders, uh, Black Thunders, driving around, yeah. and he rocked up at every single one that we did. We did four stops a day, and it wow. happened for, like, five weeks. So he would listen to the radio and then turn up to where you were going? Yeah, oh. but it ends up that he'd been contacting promotions, trying mm. to work out where we're going. So that was probably a little bit over the top. Did you dump him because he got fat because of all the ice cold cans <laughs> of coke he was drinking? <laughs> Romantic scams are the ones that, which is obvious, but some people are getting tricked into meeting people online. Right. And they're like, come on, you really need to see if they, who, who their uh, followers are, mm-hmm. who they're following, and anyone that asks for money when you haven't met them in person be, be you know, scared of, obviously. Yeah. But the other one, and they're saying that girls are more responsible for this and you need to watch out, and I've never really heard them before, but the foodie call. The foodie call? Have you heard about the foodie no. call? No. Oh, no. So like a booty call, but with food. Yeah. They're the ones that organise dates with people that they're not really interested in. Mm. That love a free because they want a meal. Yes. So the ones that go, I think it could be interesting. Uh, I don't mind catching up and having dinner with someone else. But they're always a person that won't offer to pay, mm. or they'll always accept a date, but just no interest and say that was so nice. Can we be friends? Mm. That's been going on for years. At, in in nightclubs, with, with drinks, mm. essentially, girl, yeah. girls who show you max interest, and because men, we are so basic, we're like. She wants to have a drink with me. I think she's going to have sex with me, so I'm going to buy her drinks all night. And then all of a sudden, she just disappears with her friends. All right, I just want to dance with my friends. It's just a girl's night. Thank no, that's you. cool. I'll wait over here in the corner. Yeah, it's a girl's week. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's so. Yeah, the foodie, the foodie call, foodie call. I like that. It's I got like a it. name now, mm. though. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. There is a man that has caused a very heated debate online, right? Mm. He's from the US, so maybe it's a US thing. Maybe it's only in America. But he has said men are lying to you if they tell you that they change their underwear every day. Okay. He said it is complete and utter lie and that most men mm. would wear it, and he said for him he would do it three to ten times before washing them. That's a broad generalisation of the male population. And he said, if you say anything different, you're lying. But I find that that's a lot, isn't it? And is it just a generation thing? 
Well, I wear I only wear one pair of underwear a day. But do you wear them? As, <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean by that? Well, I don't ch- like some. I would say some guys would would change change no. underwear during, well, the, during day. the day. Yeah. What? Well, do you mean well. Uh, well, if you're well, if you're a tradie, for instance. Yeah, yeah. Scotty. And, no. And, well, uh, there could be some guys out there, and we can do this study. Some guys, if you do if you do sweaty work, like mm. on a weekend, right? If I go out and mow the lawn in the morning, yeah, and I sweat up down there, I'll shower, then I'll put new ones on. But as a, so that'll be two on a Saturday. Oh wow! But then usually every other day it'll just now, be well, one. Scotty wear his one during the day, and he'll come home and shower, mm. and, and then, then he'll. Free ball free. for the day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, I, I, I'm not a free baller, so that's so why that's sometimes why I'll up. double up. Oh, so you okay, find yeah. this really shocking. There yeah. is no way that you would ever do them inside out. You no. can remain anonymous, guys, but I just want to know, because this guy has said that if you are, it, mm. you never wear them twice? No, but I'm like, Scott, once I get home, I'm not in anything. Yeah. But See, no, I would not. But look, occasionally I would wear them twice if, in a pinch if I was like... Some what woke up at a mate's place the next day, you know. But I, no, I tend to. It's he one said a day. every man wears each pair of underwear at least three to ten times before washing them. No. Let's be honest, guys. If you're saying any different, you must be lying. I reckon the stats would go up for it <laughs> when you're single. <laughs> oh no! See, I'd be more inclined to want it to smell nice. He says nice he goes and has a shower and then he puts them back in the same drawer. No, no. such big no. deal. Oh, well, then forget this study then. No. no we'll ask. Well, we'll wait, ask. Just, this is only two. Yeah. This is only two people. We, does everyone want to remain anonymous, do you reckon? <laughs> First caller out there. Do you Have you ever worn no, your underwear? Be proud, George. <laughs> on, George. Have you ever worn your underwear more than once? Uh, look, I'll be honest. I'm wearing the same undies that I wore yesterday as we speak right now. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. in saying that, I definitely won't put them back in the same drawer. I think that's a bit too far there. Yeah. But, All right, yeah. yeah. Bit of, bit of double up here and there. It's not too bad. But as you said, if it's a tradie and whatever, you probably are going to change throughout the day. So I, I reckon that guy, speaking on all behalf of men, no, nah, he's wrong. Yeah. He's, he's wrong. He's wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wrong. Although you have one too, so I'm going to yeah. put you in the two thing. But putting them back in the drawer, is it? Because yeah. all you're doing then is you're putting the, the danky undies on the clean undies yeah. and mm. they touch, so then you're just double danking. <laughs> yes, it's weird. The only thing I'll put back in the drawer is a singlet because I figure that it never touches armpits. A singlet touches your armpits? Yeah. No, it doesn't. It's the whole point of it. He wears the real deep ones, oh, okay. like the skater ones. All right, all right. Thank Maybe you. This, this is a. I just wanted to prove that this was not the case. Then, Will, uh, will you wear the same underwear three times in a week before cleaning? Yeah, mate. I've been wearing the same ones for a week. Okay. <laughs> See, Will, I love your honesty. All right. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Vince. Uh, Vince, have you done it more than once? Yeah. No. No. I, I would. Uh, I'd. Be, I've got to wash it every night. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wear them once, once and that's it. You know? yeah. yeah. What about if they're on the floor? Do you ever pick them up if they're on the floor? Sniff test. Sniff. Well, well I don't, and, but the thing is, I just wave them across my face. I, uh, I won't put my face in it. You nah, just wave you them across your face. You don't want someone walking in on you and smelling your eyes. We're like... I won't wash a bra. Like a bra, I wouldn't nah. wash every day. No, no. I, I, Esther doesn't either. Yeah. She'll wear the same bra for months. Mm. Brenton and Forest Lake, is this uh, is this man dreaming? Well, not really dreaming. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, He's got something going on there. Okay. The, the best thing to do, the mm. best thing to do is iron them. That that changed my life. Okay. Iron, out, iron them all, mm-hmm. iron them nice and neatly, get them for the next day, ready to rock and roll. Okay. Yeah, right. So what, do you, you, what do you do for work, Brendan? I'm um, in sales. Yeah, I was, sales. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I was about to say, I reckon maybe putting myself in I reckon tradies would wear them more. Yeah, probably. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Do, you, do you iron <laughs> them and then put them on straight away so you got like a nice little warm hug on your nuts? <laughs> If I'm doing it naked sometimes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. done that. That's not bad. Ironing naked sounds dangerous. It does. It does. Nathan, are you part of this study? Um, 
it's yes and no. Yes and no. Um, oh, like I'll, I'll wear different undies every day. Yeah. But yeah. If I'm like stab. If I need to put some underwear that I had in the back of my car from like my sleepover or whatever, mm. I'll put that on as well. You yeah. know. In an emergency situation, it's it's fine. Yeah. Which is the one time if you're having a sleepover, you really should have the clean stuff. Really. <laughs> yeah, that's. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Tommy Little. Tommy Little. In the afternoon, Carrie and Tommy, they drive you home from three. Tommy Little, good morning, mate. Matty, good morning. And is it true that we're going to do something that's going to leave you guys with complaints for the rest of your week? Hopefully. Yeah, we get them anyway. Why not make it fun? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll direct them all to Tommy Little, guys. Tommy Little would like to take them all. We are going to do one of the best segments on radio. <laughs> I absolutely love it. It's something you and Carrie do in the afternoons. All right, tell everyone how this works, Tommy. Guys, firstly, uh, welcome and thank you. Um, To all of your listeners, half the people listening right now will know exactly what's going on, and the other half are only going to tune in shortly, and they're going to hear us, and we're going to be talking about something, and the topic is going to be completely wrong. Mm. That's where the people who have started listening now, they need to get involved on 131060 and defend our completely wrong views. And the rest of the people will start flooding the call line with complaints as we get the most obvious thing wrong. Are you guys ready to do this? Yes, Yes, we are. Here we go. So our game starts now. Uh, Hey, guys, it's so exciting. As you know, the Kardashians are finishing up. Um, Firstly, I'll just go around the room and let's get our favourite Kardashian and join in on 131060 if you want to share your favourite Kardashian memories. Mm -hmm. Because my favourite Kardashian, to kick things off, is the youngest one, uh, Cookie, who has the biggest Instagram following and I believe has the biggest uh, earning capacity of all. I know Kim is up there, but Cookie for me is my favourite. It's the shoe line that I think has made them so famous. Mm. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mine yeah. is well, mine's always that I think, like, she doesn't get enough credit for it, but mm. I think we all know that, like, the tape, like, the adult tape that Chloe Kardashian, like, that's that kicked it all off. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. made them that? as famous. And I always go, I wonder if she was in on it, if Chloe was in on it with her. her... Was, Chloe, was Chloe in that with a, a basketball player or something? Yes. Yeah, LeBron James. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. that's right. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. Because it was called one one extra point or something. It was some basketball title. Yeah, yeah. Season. Slam dunk, yeah, yeah, one yeah, extra yeah. point. Yeah. I, I like uh, the brother, um, Steve. He's my favourite. Yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. funny. Steve Dipstick. Yeah, it's the one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's great. He's great. He's great. Obviously, um, relationships are a big part of that show. And once again, thirteen ten sixty. If you want to get involved and send, and share with us your favourite Kardashian memory, well, are we ever going to see a bigger couple than Kim and Jay Z? Oh, no. They no. just they were like the, the Tom and Nicole of the, this generation. And the, no. fact, yes. the fact that they've made the relationship work mm. is what I think is so special about it. You wouldn't expect celebrities to stay together like that. Well, when you really think about it, you remember when Cookie did the front cover of, um, it was at the Wealthy Matt, what was the top Forbes? Mm, mm. The Forbes yeah, 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 self-made yeah. billionaire? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Oh, hey, yeah. look, uh, Jack's joined us. Jack in Camp Hill, you want to share your favourite Kardashian memories? They wrap up the show. Yeah, well, what's the girl's cookie being the most richest? Is that not true? No, I thought it was Kylie. Oh, Kylie? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's easy Kylie, to get him confused, one, Jack. Which one's Kylie? Well, yeah, they all look like twins anyway, so... <laughs> yeah. Which one's Kylie, Jack? 
Uh, she's the billionaire, isn't she? Oh, no, I that I was Cookie. You, I think you're thinking, are you thinking of the dad that went through the transition? Oh, yeah, Chris, yeah, sure. Yeah, mm. it's yeah. easy to mix up, Jack. Mm. Um, uh, mm. Melissa, 131060, get involved. Melissa in South Ripley, you want to share your Kardashian memory? Yeah, guys. Um, Cookie is my all-time favourite. Yeah. I don't mm. know yeah. what... Um, I didn't get his name, the last caller, but Jack. I don't know what he's thinking about. <laughs> Jack <laughs> Cookie is number one, the only reason I watch a show. Mm. Yeah, is well, there a Chloe? Am I just getting things wrong now? Is there a, is there Chloe? a Chloe? I don't uh, I don't think there Never is. Never heard of Chloe. No. Yeah, I don't think there is either. No, there I, don't is. There isn't. I found out an interesting thing about the Kardashians, guys. Uh, their actual last name is Kardashian, <laughs> and that is how they made their fortune. Wow. But they, they figured it didn't sound exotic enough, so they just put a couple of little like flourishes in there, and that's how they came right. up with Kardashian. So do they do they own the concept for Kardashians, though, as well? They, they own the concept for Kardashians. Of course, that that's why they started sense. filming themselves. That, that makes would, complete yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Wait, yeah. I didn't realise yeah. you knew so much, so much about the Kardashians, Tommy. Yeah, I do, I do. I don't have much on in my life, and so um, much like them, <laughs> I, I sometimes I'm on camera and uh, have nothing else going. Yeah, right. We were talking off about um, J-Lo. You were saying about J-Lo being best friends with Kim and whether she's going to yeah. make an appearance in the last like well, episode mm, of it. Mm. Yes, I, I believe that's the finale because I think it's Kim, Jay-Z and J-Lo and all, all the rumours are, are they all, you know, part of a thruple? Mm. Mm. Yeah, right. Hey, hey, Ashley's on with us right now. Ashley from Kapalabar. We're sharing Kardashian uh, memories this morning. Um, yeah, what are you talking about? Which is it about your favourite couple? Is it about uh, Kim and Jay-Z? Uh, yeah, Kim and Kanye. Kanye. Man, Kim... Uh, I don't... I think it's... I think you're getting rappers confused. Mm. Kim Kardashian, mm. like from the Kardashian family. Yeah, from the Kardashian family. Who's this Kanye West? Like Cookie's sister. No, 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 no. I think you're thinking of Beyonce was with Kanye. Mm. No, I think <laughs> you've been drinking this morning. No, because no. no, um, Kanye sings that song, 99 Problems. Yes. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, right. Okay. okay. So, so right, well. well. There you go. Well, Tommy, That's look, mate, great to That's have you great. on. Great to have you on. Good to chat about the Kardashians. We always forget that you know so much about them. Yeah. I'm your go-to expert, guys. Mate, if you we'll... know anything about the Kardashian family, you just <laughs> let me know. We'll hear you this afternoon uh, with uh, Carrie as well from 3 o'clock. Looking for you guys. I'm looking forward to you guys doing your full Kardashian rap as well, buddy. Tommy Little, always a pleasure, my friend. I think we're from 2 this afternoon. Oh, you're from 2? Two. 2. All right. All right, Mark Good to know. Down. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alpha box for $10,000. Tomorrow morning, it'll be the 11th of June, a Friday. Get them uh, two answers right now to play. Lion and lollipop. Lollipop's a nice name. Word, isn't it? Lollipop. 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 That was a real song, wasn't it? Yep. Good ship. Lollipop. It's a something. It's the a sweet 60s? trip to a 60s? candy shop. Yeah. yeah, Shirley Temple. Oh, I loved Shirley Temple. Well, you should I know saw it worked all... more. Well, no, I only saw her movies. <laughs> ah, that is from a movie. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Super fan. <laughs> Super fan. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Stab Abby and Maddie are now flatties. We're bringing We'll find out which one's gonna blow the stack. <laughs> then the real estate will call us. 
So we haven't lost a bet for this. It's just something we thought we'll challenge ourselves and mm. see whether we could live with each other. We work with each other. We're all friends. And they say don't live with friends, so that's going to be yeah. interesting. But just to see if we can go back to our flatmate days. Uh, we learnt yesterday that for the week, our food budget is going to be $60. Mm. Yeah, but that's not breakfast and lunch. I, I was thinking about this. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with planning the meals. I reckon it's better if you do it. Now, I don't want to seem sexist, but when <coughs> boys go to the shops, mm. anything with a sale ticket on it, I'm mm. drawn to it. Mm, we're so not buying bulk. I'd be like, oh, it's half-price shapes. Are you Let's trying to get, get out of the shopping experience? She'll be like quinoa You can still come. I'll just be in charge. I don't do quinoa. I do kale, though. No silver beet, yuck. Treat, I don't do kale. Treat me like your child. You, you send me off to that aisle three. I need this, and I'll be like, right. So just continue our relationship as it is. 100%. <laughs> okay, done. <laughs> but Nat, our awesome producer, who we have loved, and this probably gave us the idea because we love yeah. hearing her flatmate stories because mm-hmm. you're 23 years of age and how many people do you live with? So I live with five, five. including myself, mm-hmm. and then my boyfriend lives in a share house of seven. Wow. So you're very experienced with the share house. And we didn't have this when we were flatmates. But are we you have... not paying you enough? <laughs> Why are you living with four other people? That's a question for another day. <laughs> the answer would be no. <laughs> uh, but didn't you used to live in, we used to live in big townhouses and there's that many people. I've only ever lived with Max two others. But there was is there a couple there? There is a couple. Yeah. But okay. the thing is is the more people you live with, the nicer the house. Yeah. yeah so you can get a better one. Yeah. Um but you use an app which we never use because it would always be like put your money in for rent or make sure you pay it. Mm-hmm. But you guys use an app yes. to split bills. Yeah, because there's so many people living in the house, the one thing that it just causes controversy is finances, obviously. Mm. So splitting things between five or seven people is horrific. So we use an app called Splitwise, and you put in all your expenses that you buy throughout that month, mm-hmm. and then you settle at the end of the month, and it calculates it all for you and That's everything. Cool. So it's really cool. But you got an expense, and we were like, are they for real? Yeah, so it, little notifications pop up on your phone, and I got one the other day. Uh, it said someone had put in salt, $2.10. Now it does the calculation, so we now owe, a, we now owe 42 cents each. Oh, because someone replaced the communal salt. Yes. <clears throat> right. Would you put this, oh, that's pretty cheap, though. I mean, that's the cheapest salt. I think there should be at least be a cap at $5. If it's under $5, just cop it on the cheese. Oh, but that adds up, you know. Then oh, next, you would be next the day one it's that pepper. would do it. Next day it's pepper. <laughs> you know, all your condiments. But, yeah. like, just, what, if you, we didn't split it, you'd go, that was my shout, that's all you just used. I'd be watching all the grinds. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's you enough would. there. That's enough for that. That's that's a like, to share yeah. 42 cents. Did you put it in instantly or did you go, I'll pay you later? No, so we're going to settle it at the end of the month. So that's going to sit mm. in the communal I would ask account. for a payment plan, paid three cents a day. You have to show receipts? Uh, uh, no, actually. Do you have I don't to? Think you do. So does that mean you can only use a fifth of that salt? Well, it, yeah, it's yeah. split five ways. Mm. So I'm assuming, yeah. I would get for things like if you're the person who always buy, buys toilet paper, mm. just so you're like, I'll buy the big 12 pack of bog rolls, that y- you whack in. But if you're just buying salt or like, you know, like what about what do you do for milk? Because milk's like $2 a milk's bottle. Milk's more expensive. Yeah. Does milk go in? Well, we all have our separate milk because we all drink different milk. Yeah. Yeah. Classic millennials. Mm. Of course you do. <laughs> of course. Don't you drink my almond. That was $8.50. <laughs> the oat wasn't on the special this week. 
Right. Uh, so, yeah, I, I personally think it should be a cap at $5. Mm. Like, but do things then happen, though? I guess if you just make it that way, then people don't go, oh, will you use my salt, will you use my sauce, so we're even. Yeah. So the whole idea everything. is if you do get if you do get tight ass like that, it does eliminate arguments. Yeah, it, it's good because it does the calculations for you, but it's just seeing that 42 cents pop up on my phone. You should, um, you should go home and count out the grains. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One salt rock for you. Yep. <laughs> Decant the salt to make sure it's all even. Uh, 13, 10, 60, let's see. Um, can anyone go any cheaper? The cheapest housemate that you ever lived with. Because I imagine they're out there, you know, those people, they do buy the 12-pack of toilet roll and then they dispense between the people and they go, there's there's your toilet roll, don't go using mine. Well, you're a guy that didn't use the toilet. Oh, he drove me nuts. Um, he wouldn't buy toilet paper or put in for toilet paper because he said he only did number twos at work. And we're all like, come on, mate. That is not. He goes, oh, I don't have to. And then he goes, I'm not even going to split like the cleaning bill because I don't enjoy it. And we're like, <laughs> <laughs> so then he ends up paying for a cleanup, which it worked out in the long run. <laughs> <laughs> all right, go way back. To give you memory here, maybe you're in a share house now with someone who's really cheap. Andrew, talking about cheapo housemates. Yeah, I have my mate that uh, would buy a bunch of bananas and she would put um, smiley faces on them to make sure that they're hers and, not, and no one else would touch them. She would write on her bananas. <laughs> right. So she would buy, buy like, say, a pack of six or whatever, buy six bananas and then write on hers so no one was allowed to eat them. Were you allowed to eat the yep. others? No. Oh, oh we'd eat the others, but she'd have her own. She'd have, yeah, her, own she'd have her own And I bet you she always the rotten ones never got her smiley face on it. You know, it was always the ones that were going to last the longest. I always bought my own butter because I didn't like when people used to put the toast, you know, like yes. the communal butter. And it's like, why did you double dip mm-hmm. with the toast? It's got Vegemite in it now. <laughs> I, I will say guilty for that. Oh, my God. You you're going to be a really? nightmare. I know. It's, it's a disgusting thing. But I also... But then you get it out and it's got all breadcrumbs, mm. Vegemite, peanut, peanut butter. butter. So growing up poor was no wastage in my house. So we used to have to, like, if you had stuff on the um, knife still, yeah. you had to scrape it on the edge of the lid to put it back on the rim. So Vegemite, peanut butter, butter the lot. You, you Or you just put, like, the lid back on top with the knife in between. No! <laughs> Scrape it All out. Right, we're going butter-free. Brooke in Cleveland. Who's the cheapest Good morning, guys. Hey. Well, when I first moved out of home, I was 18. I moved in with a boyfriend, and he had a flatmate who happened to be a good friend of mine as well. Mm-hmm. And obviously, being a female, I needed tampons one day, and I didn't have any, and it was on the way to work. I was like, I'll grab some. I'll just ask her for one. And she's like, I want a dollar, a dollar or a tampon for back. And I was like, I just need one to get out of the house to get to work. But no, I she's like, hand over a tampon or a dollar. So I literally wow. handed her a tampon back that afternoon. That's I, bloody cigarette that's, prices. Yeah, that's high. Oh, <laughs> right. oh, I thought, okay. I, well, no, it's a desperation. You have no choice but to pay. <laughs> mm. You that's, don't. Yeah. She could have asked for anything. Yeah, I, I know. That's it. it. Mm. Firstborn, you would have to go, all right, I'm going to go <laughs> Take it. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Well, well, well. Matty has put his money where his mouth is, mm-hmm. kind of. Uh, look, you are a big Maroon supporter, and it would have been hard for you last night, but even harder because you were like, I'm going to back the boys. I'm going to back them. They can do it. And I love the people that listen to the show because when you make bold statements like they can win, people get involved. And Jay 
lay down a bet for you. Okay, got onto me on Instagram. We said, do you want to have a bet? Maddie, I know you're a Maroon supporter, big time. Well, it so happens I'm a blue supporter. No. <laughs> I know how you love the Maroons, and I know how you love your lawn. Oh, he does love his lawn, Jay. Oh. So, Maddie, the first game, the Blues win. I want you to paint your lawn with the Blues emblem on it. Chad Best is the owner of Best Signs. You're the guy who, at Suncorp Stadium, you do all the paintings on the field. We do, correct, yep. I just need you to promise me it's not going to kill the grass. It won't kill the grass. Can it kill the sure grass? Lawn. If we request it. Can you put some roundup in it? Nasty. No. You're not concerned. But we're going to win, right? Yeah, exactly. The Blues winning 50 points to 6. New South Wales, the biggest winning margin for them ever. The biggest winning margin for them ever. Now, at your house right now, Zane from Best Signs. Zane, you there? How you going? How is everyone? What did you think of that beautiful lawn in the in Maddie's backyard when you first walked in? Like the size of it, it's quite, it's it's amazing, isn't it? It's actually not too bad. Yeah, it's really it's really good. Good job, mate. I realise that he he's seen Suncorp and all that, so it's hard to. Oh, say, he's seen yeah, the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take that's a, that's one of the highest honours. <laughs> yeah, you've painted some of the greatest Ooh. lawns there is. Now, don't look at the top oh, half there because that fungal issue, which you can see, stops. It sounds so gross when you yeah, say that. Yeah, it's not too bad. It's still overall, it's still pretty good. Yeah, yeah. a bit of lawn herpes. Now, you guys are going to do the big um, New South Wales <laughs> emblem. I'm guessing you don't do it even by hand anymore, do you? Like you've got no. A lot of so machinery. I've got a I've got a little robot that marks it out like a little dot to dot, and then mm. I come in with a machine and yeah. Paint the colours. How, like, uh, how big is it going to be? Um, as big as I can make it. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's good. Like the yeah. whole lawn will be good. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Seven seven metres by eight. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> so I think uh, you cut out, Zane. How big? Yeah, uh, seven metres by eight. So it's right, ag- right against your retaining wall, all the way over to your little cubby house and then all the way oh, wow. over the other side. Oh, Do Zane. not get paint on my beautiful sandstone. That will kill my vibe hard, Zane. <laughs> Nah, I'll look after you. Oh, Matt, that is... That's exciting, that's isn't it? I mean, like, if any... Like, we're mm. so upset that they lost. Yeah, but if you can take yeah, something from game. it... It's nice oh, having someone game else game. in more pain than us. And right now, yes. Matty, you didn't realize, You thought it was going to be small, didn't you? Well, I didn't expect it to be that big. Once you're down big, you know. Wow. We're going to do a video. We'll do a bit of a drone. Um, yep. And we'll do uh, we'll <laughs> filming of it getting done. <laughs> yeah. We'll get um, our digital guy to fix up that little patch. <laughs> <laughs> How long does it take, Zane? Uh, so the the robot will probably take about 20, 25 minutes. Wow. Um, and then to paint it might take about the same-ish. So you've been in the business for a long time. You would have used to have had to market all out yourself before robots. Oh, I'm fairly new. So I've been with the company for 10 years plus, right. but um, I've only, I'm pretty new to the whole grass thing. Oh, they yeah, sent yeah. A, year, a year or so. They sent a rookie. I love it. <laughs> 10 years? Come on. <laughs> well, just be more confident, Zane. This is I. My whole soul goes into but that land But you want him to do the great, great job at the painting. You what, want it to just, be... When you're painting the grass, can you apologise to it for me, please? <laughs> can, I'm going to get there telling him, like, I'm so sorry, baby. I'm so sorry that I did this to you. My grass will probably just die in shame because of the logo <laughs> no, that it's got fine. It'll be it. fine. It'll be there for a while, but it won't die. So you can't just wash it out, dumb question, Zane. You can't just wash it out. Like, it needs to grow out and mow it. Yeah, so the more you mow, obviously, mm. uh, winter doesn't grow as fast, so... You're mowing it less. Mm. Mate, I'm going to go. Uh, the, the thing is, mm. I reckon I might just, 
I can't mow it out. I might just have to dig out the whole section of yard and re-turf that. It's your whole yard. Did you not hear him? <laughs> Seven <laughs> metres. Yeah, but it's got New South Wales all over it, you know? Yeah, would, it's pretty average. I know how much you love your lawn, but would you have been okay if it was a Queensland emblem? Like, would that be cool? I, I reckon what would happen is if you painted Queensland on it, it would just grow, like, double. It would just take the power of Queensland and just <laughs> come up out I of the actually, ground. I actually, I actually painted a big Queenslander logo on my front lawn. Oh, Did well, you? of course, because you got the skills. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> ah. Well, all right, Zane, we'll leave you to it. We're going to do the video and we'll put it up can for I hear, everyone to be able to watch Can it. I hear the first spray? No can, I, can you play the first? Can you hold the phone up to the paint? <laughs> Oh, that, that's not for another half an hour yet, but oh, the, robot, okay. the robot's still got to go. The robot. Process, robot. Man. All right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Can't wait to see it. Well, I can. I'm moving house. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. MasterChef, it inspires us all to be better cooks. And then you think, nah, we'll leave it up to them. I'll probably get some Uber Eats. But this man, he's one of the great cooks and judges on the show. Jock, good morning. Good morning. How you doing? Well, we're, we're happy you're alive, we hear. You had a bit of a near-death experience <laughs> recently. What happened? On yeah. set. I mean, is this your fault for not telling someone you're allergic? No, I think, I think if I didn't know any better, I reckon someone's trying to get rid of me. Mm. I mean, Matt I, Preston, I, he wants his job back. <laughs> five years ago, I developed like a, an allergy to marin, which is a freshwater shellfish. Mm. And it just kind of happened overnight. One day I was eating marin, and the next day I was having an anaphylactic shock. Wow. So, um, and it's slowly over the years started to creep into other shellfish. And, you know, so that's a thing. Everyone knows. The guys decided, oh, well, you know, Jock, maybe you can do a little mini master class and do a, you know, a breakdown of a lobster, how you can get all the meat, 100% of the meat out of a lobster. And I'm like, you know, I've got an allergy to shellfish, right? <laughs> you know, and they're like, yeah, but, you know, you're the guy, you can do it. <laughs> anyway, there I am doing the lobster. It gets me one EpiPen. Then we do the testing, two EpiPens. <laughs> And then, and then at the end of the night, I go home, have a quick shower. I've still got some kind of residue of crayfish on my hands. Oh, no. Wash my face, goes in my eye, oh. EpiPen number three. Oh, oh my God. It's a big day. You know what is, <laughs> you know what's so good about that too, though, is you've talked about that, and I imagine at the point when you start to swell up and they're thinking there's a chance you might die here, the producers go, get the cameras on Jock! <laughs> because at the end of the day, if, if a MasterChef judge is going to die, you want the vision for the show. Yeah, exactly. If it didn't get filmed, did it really happen? That's, That's right, mate. Yeah. The other thing is, so how many EpiPens are you carrying around? Um, we've got 100 people on set, so there's a few kicking around. Right. I always have one, yeah. um, just in case. Some, you never like Sometimes at restaurants, but it cross-contamination sometimes, mm. it gets you. Yeah. So, yeah, it happened. So I, I carry one the whole time anyway. I need to. You can still look at the other judges and go, I almost died for this show. What have yeah. you done? Yeah, what have you done? <laughs> yeah. Every time they complain. Exactly. It's better than a tattoo, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love the, there's footage online that goes around from time to time and it's of like a bartender uh, making drinks and then they'll give food to people sitting at a bar or whatever or even like um, the, the waiters and waitresses and then someone starts to choke mm. and then you see the security footage of where they give them the, is it the Heimlich, Heimlich they call it? And that oh, yeah. it saves their life. Have you ever been in a situation when you've been working in a restaurant and someone's been choking? I, I gave the Heimlich manoeuvre to uh, my simile back in the day, Josh Pickin. We're just doing our menu testing. Mm. So he has a, there was a lamb cutlet. He has a, you know, picks up one of the cutlets, 
takes a bite of it, all of a sudden, he's like choking. Wow. And we all thought he was having a laugh. We <laughs> thought he was joking because, yeah. you know, like, we all took a piss out of each other, so we're having a bit of a prank. I thought he cannot be serious. Mm. And then very quickly, it, it transpired he was very serious, couldn't breathe, wow. started to go purple. We're slapping him on the back, doing the whole thing. Nothing's happening. And then I was like, right, I'm like, bang. Did it, and it just flew out of his gullet. Wow. Like, yeah, a projectile missile came right out of it. It was unbelievable. How do you do it exactly? Like, Because it looks like you're there kneeing them in the bum hole, but I know that's not what's happening. Well, you're not actually supposed to do it anymore, no. Um, no. As, as I found out afterwards. <laughs> and I was like, well, it was the only thing that worked because we did the back slap mm. and it didn't do anything. You know what I mean? And then yeah. basically I was behind him and you just kind of, it's kind of like just under the rib cage. Yeah. And that's why they say it's, because you can break someone's ribs doing it, yeah. you know what I mean? So, yeah. But anyway, uh, that was, he was lucky. There was no broken ribs, and he's still alive. So, mm. You know, Melissa has um, complained about you on set um, for having the freakish ability to never put on weight. She says you eat everything. Like, normally, a lot of the judges will eat a little bit, and then they'll stop. But apparently, Jock eats all of them, and then even orders takeaway. That's a Scotsman yeah, in him. 100%, yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know where the next meal's coming from. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> mate. I hear you. <laughs> I've got no... I don't exercise. Exercise. I don't do that, that. That's the contentious part. I think mm. you know, Mel, Andy. I think they, you know, they they both get full, which is something that I don't. I'm not really that aware of that feeling. <laughs> but secondly, the you know, as the season goes on, there's a bit of struggle with the old weight. You know what I mean? Because mm. it's you're eating a lot. You're doing a lot of tastings, and for me, it's just not. It's not even on my radar. I don't know where it goes. Well, I'm not sure. Isn't there a saying? Never trust a skinny chef. <laughs> oh come on! That's just that's just to make larger chefs feel better. <laughs> <laughs> Judge Jock, he's on with us still this morning in MasterChef. It is the show that inspires uh, people to be better in the kitchen, and it's done that for Stav uh, Jock. He is obsessed at the moment um, with creating what do you call it a, a charcuterie board? I, I call him platters. He's, he's taken a lot of photos. He sends them around. I said, mate, you should put them up on Instagram. And he did. He got a lot of love for it. But yeah. we thought we'd uh, we'd send one to you where you are at the moment so that you can critique it. Look, I've, so first of all, I'm with you, the, the platters. Yeah, thank you, right? Jock. Yep. Yeah, because there's cheese on there. So it's, you know, the, there's, there are other elements. And, you know, that garnish on this one as well, which is nice. The mm-hmm. leafy goings on, which is lovely. <laughs> yep. I've got a complaint now. Oh, okay. Oh, be careful because he, you are, like how, tell Jock how proud of these you are. I, I, they're my side hustle, but I'll take, I'll take any feedback. I wonder if your complaint's the same as mine. I want to, I want to make you prouder. Yeah. Right? So two things. One, there's either upsize the platter or put less on it. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Because it's a bit tight. bit crowded. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And with your sliced meat, so like I'm looking at prosciutto Mm. and salami mm. you need to sort of like fluff them up a little bit okay so what you need is like if you you get it sliced from the deli and ask them to slice it wafer thin mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and then sort of fluff it up so as it's sort of like it's all flowy and it's okay. got that movement rather than all packed tight together Down and together. the one thing you're missing yes this essential on any platter yes. Yes. mortadella what's that Come on, man. Did you say mozzarella? Don't do that to me. No, mortadella. 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 Well, oh, see, I just... Where's you? Biscuits. <laughs> They're on the side. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was about to say. Yeah. 
Well, this kids don't belong in a platter. Everybody no. knows that. It's no, just thank you, Chuck. That's what I have to, that's what I have to deal with. But what do you put? Like this? What do you do with the cheese? Just wrap it up in a piece of meat. Side hustle, man. It's all the <laughs> biscuits on. This. Come on. Oh, it's a, okay. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. Oh. It's a, but anyway, I'm loving what you're doing. I reckon you, there's legs in this to go further. But the mortadella, mm. I reckon fluffing up your protein a little bit on there mm-hmm. is the way to go. Mm. Solid. Thank Solid. you. Solid. Solid. Solid or sell it. Solid. Either that way you could audition for uh, MasterChef with this, you reckon? But just platters edition. Yeah, just platters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's all I do. Or platters <laughs> slash air fryers. I'm <laughs> the king. <laughs> the difference is, Jock, when I do a platter, it's it's like a, a sharehouse platter. It's got cheddar, it's got jats, and then if I want to get real fancy, I'll get those teeny tiny little cocktail onions with a few oh, different yeah. colours and put oh, them out. Oh, my and God. Blue no cheese. Effort. Like, that's zero effort. Mm. Come on, man. I know. You this is what better. I deal with. This is what I live with this every day, Jock. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you're, like uh, you know, I've got to say, your platter's got quite a selection on it. You know what I mean? It yeah. just needs a bit of refining. That's okay. it. Right. Thank you. All right, I'll work right. on that. We'll send you jats, the next one. Jats, ones. cheddar, and cocktail onions. Come on, mate. Yeah. better. Yeah, yeah, better, yeah. This yeah. is his main meal that he serves people, by the way. <laughs> no, no, I'm not having it. No, it's not. It's, not. <laughs> that's the, it's that's the hors d'oeuvre. Yeah, only hors d'oeuvre. Mm. Hey, Jock, mate, great to talk to you this morning. Master Chef, 7.30, Channel 10. Uh, we'll chat to you soon. See ya. Ciao. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Kim Kardashian broke the news on her Instagram after 14 years. The iconic reality series will end with its final season in early 2021. Ooh, yes, it is happening and is finally ending after 20 seasons, which wow. is absolutely huge. It started October the 14th, 2007. And it's funny how they've changed over the years. I mean, both physically and emotionally, I guess they have changed. But I think people have enjoyed it because they're so different Mm, than friends or what you grew up with. They they do live in a completely different world and such a rich world that you just can't get your head around Mm. it. Well, you look at it and you just think... You know, it's nothing to them to open a $5,000 bottle of champagne. That's their version mm. of going to Dan Murphy's yeah. <laughs> and getting, like, you know, we if, if anyone gifts us a bottle of Verve, I'm like, oh, that's a special occasion, that one. <laughs> but then they're like, boom, go for it. And Breakfast. they say that so many of it ha- has been, uh, I guess, scripted mm. over the years, and then the Kardashians will go, yes, but they do save a lot of the materials for that, so they have their fights. But we just want to take you through five of uh, the most iconic moments, mm. and they are involving Kim Kardashian. Okay, so number one, I don't know if you remember this, but it started off producing memes. She was then a meme, and I can even show you one. It was a photo shoot that she did in 2007 for Playboy. And she, even after, said she didn't want to do it, but her mum said, Honey, no one knows who you are. Years later, they'll look back and they can see you. I want to do it. You should do it. And this was a saying that her mum said while she was getting the photo shoot. Push, 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 push. Kim, you're doing amazing. Push this me out. Yeah, so she was doing the photo shoot for it, and she said, you're doing amazing. Now, Kim, uh, Chris actually tried to copyright that saying. You're doing amazing? Yep. You're doing amazing, sweetie. Because I don't know if she actually did trademark um, Mumminger. Mum, Mumminger? Yeah. Mumminger. Mumminger. Wow. You can't trademark you're doing amazing. You're doing amazing, sweetie. Do you think she was on the set of the video saying that? The one that made Kim initially oh, famous. I don't know. Well, she she had the didn't want to get caught, you know, mm. talking behind the camera. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if she was successfully in doing <laughs> push, it. But yeah, push, push, push. Because I wanted doing to put amazing. on t-shirts and everything. Yeah, you're yeah. doing amazing, Sweeney. Remember this: the 72 day marriage mm. to Chris Humphreys. I fell in love with 
me and I fell in love with him and now my feelings have changed. You don't think I feel bad that I invited all these people to this huge wedding and blew everyone out. You know, I wasted everyone's money. I wasted everyone's everything and I feel bad. You don't think I feel bad? At 30 years old, I thought I'd be married with kids and I'm not. And I failed at this and you think that I don't feel bad? Gosh. 72 days. Wow. Yeah, it was a pretty expensive one as well. Um, it was a huge, it was all broadcast all over television and everything, oh, remember? Yeah, they they yeah. were trying to keep it under wraps till the episode went to air. Oh. Yeah, but no, everyone knew about it. This one made worldwide news as well because uh, Kim was over for Fashion Week. Remember Paris oh, Fashion yeah. Week? Yeah. When she was robbed. I saw two guys holding another guy down right outside of my bedroom. So I slid off my bed and picked up my phone and I'm like, I don't know how to call 911 in a different country. And then the guy came and grabbed the phone for me, threw me on the bed. They said, you know, where's the rapper's wife? That was the a season seven cliffhanger, wife. wasn't it? Yeah, in talking about Kanye West. Mm. And there was so much speculation that it was an inside job as well. Yeah, Because mm. she had like $20 million worth of jewelry, uh, jewelry or something with her. Yeah, that was, that was taken. Straight to cash converter. This was back on the, but I think it was even the first season. Uh, I don't know if you remember, but Chloe Kardashian, um, she got caught with a, a DUI, and then she was supposed to do all this community service. Didn't end up good doing the community service because she was too busy because they just started filming. Yeah. Um, so she had to go to jail for thirty days, and in the car, Kim looked beautifully made up. Chloe was kind of stressed. Chris was, but she got in trouble for taking self. Okay, I'm going to jail. Kim, would you stop taking pictures of yourself? Your sister's going to jail. <laughs> no, Mom, this is going to get, like, max likes. She was taking so many selfies. Remember, Chloe went in there, and then there was overcrowding, so she only st- spent three d- three hours. Oh, for God. Oh, so she was supposed to spend 30 days. That's right. Yeah. So they didn't even really process her. So the car her. probably still just kept running out the front. Uh, and finally, the last one. Um, this saying um, kept going around of what uh, Courtney said to her sister mm. because they were on a holiday at Bora Bora. This is back when she was with Chris Humphreys. He decided, or a producer told him, to throw Kim into the ocean at Bora Bora. Mm, yep. She wasn't ready for it, and she was very upset about her very expensive earrings that got lost. <laughs> Wait. My earrings gone! Are you serious? Find it, baby. What's wrong with you guys? My diamond earring came off in the ocean and it's gone. Okay. There's people that are dying. <laughs> That's her, Courtney. There are people that are dying. I know, Courtney, and $75,000 would pay for their medical bills. <laughs> Can I just say, the younger sisters did such a good job. They jumped into the ocean mm. to start trying to find the earrings. Mm. Did they? But no, of course not. The so middle. they could still be there? <laughs> Get on the booking.com, mate. <laughs> so he's all about. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. As another show draws to a close, Stav, Abby and Matt take a moment to reflect. The Lions players are doing such a good job. They're going around to all like uh, the AFL clubs with mm. the kids. I think Lockie Neal was at Kedron playing last night with the kids and Daniel Rich came to my son's school and he was so excited. Mm. He always pretends that he's not a Lions fan, but he wore, like, the Lions top and he took his ball and he got the top sign and he got the ball sign. He was so excited about it. It is and a pretty cool thing when they turn up. It was pretty cool. And he's like, I didn't get all of them to sign it. I should have got all of them to sign it. I was like, don't worry about it. Now, I thought that I would get on top of washing, right? Mm. And when the kids got changed last night... Oh, my God. Don't do this. Oh, my God. Don't do this. Because last night I put them all together and I thought I'm just going to keep on top of it because I didn't know if it was raining. So I put them all in the wash yesterday 
and now I don't know how to tell him. So I'm going to say that I've put it away. He's at school at the moment. I put it away and I've kept it for safekeeping. Fake it. Get take a sharpie home out of the stationery cupboard today. Give mm. it a scribble. It's the same as one of his balls. So I just have to copy the one on the ball. Yeah. I can't forge his signature. I wouldn't do that. No, you can. <laughs> I might have to. <laughs> In this instance, you 100% can. Oh, yeah. I just, it's not like you're defrauding him. I woke up in the morning him. and went, no. Oh, no. Might still be a trace of it on there. Yeah, I hope so. Mm. Thanks. Did you do a pre-soak? No, thanks. No, but well, it's... Yeah. I'll let you know. I'll take a photo. Yeah. I'm going to do my thanks but no thanks on behalf of people in Melbourne, Victoria. And, um, of course, they're easing their restrictions. And a friend of mine from uh, Melbourne shared something on their Instagram, which I thought was a little funny. When restrictions lift, obviously it's not like, all right, back to normal. We're going to do it slowly just in case. Gyms and nightclubs are still shut. Mm. All right? Mm. So you can't party. You can't... Well, I was going to say pump, but you can pump. Because brothels are still open. (laughs) So for the gym junkies of Melbourne, thanks. But no thanks. Taught my daughter how to play Patience or Solitaire, if you wish. Now... I hadn't played in a really long time. I uh, used to play a lot as a kid. I think it's one of those games you sort of learn when you're a kid, you play when you're by yourself. In my memory of playing Patience, you get it out quite a lot. <laughs> you know? You, you get out before you finish it. You get all the aces. You get all the, your suits in up at the aces. You finish. You finish the game. You complete no, it. don't you? I thought you always got out before you finished it. I have only won like three games and it's infuriating me oh. and now I'm playing when she's at school because it's annoying me so much because I, I want to get it out. Can I be honest? I reckon when you were younger you used to cheat. It was like when you used to play the yeah. clock and you used to pick up the top one. You go, oh no, I'll put the top one down the bottom. Mm. <laughs> and then you... Yeah, because I played 250,000 games <laughs> and I've only gotten it out twice. So thanks for no thanks. Brisbane wakes up with Staff Abby and Matt on B105.